those who are most successful are always clear about their vision, their goals, and why they have the vision and goals in the first place. So in this episode, I am going to share with you three questions to ask so that you can start focusing more on what you want than what you don't. If you've landed here on this podcast, then I already know two things about you. One, you've probably already accomplished amazing things. And two, you're interested in learning more about improving your personal level of success. This is the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, and I'm your host, Valerie Burton. I'm a personal and executive coach, best-selling author of more than a dozen books, and founder of the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute. Are you ready to close the gap between where you are now and where you really want to be? Then let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Successful Women Think Differently podcast. I am so glad you're here. I'm Valerie Burton. And, you know, it's so interesting to me. There's a distinction uh, between a lot of women who are successful and those who struggle a little bit that can be really easy to not notice. And it's simply this. Those who are most successful focus more on what they want than what they don't. So, for example, when they are setting goals, they focus more on goals that describe what they want as opposed to you ask them, hey, what do you want? And oftentimes a woman will say, well, I just don't want to be tired. I don't want to have all this overwhelm in my life. I don't want to be in this relationship that's feeling whatever it's feeling. And so they're describing what they want in terms of what they don't. So from time to time on this podcast, I'm just going to pose some coaching questions for you because I think it's so important to learn how to coach yourself. Now, the questions I'm going to ask you today are questions that if you were talking to a good friend or you were um, you know, working with a team member that you are leading or even dealing with your kids, these could be great questions to ask others. But really importantly right now, these are questions to ask yourself. And I think throughout our lives, different questions hold a different meaning. So you might ask these questions of yourself today, and then you might ask them a year from now and have completely different answers or apply them in different ways. And I think that really is the beauty of coaching. And it's the beauty of understanding that whenever you take the time to stop and reflect on your situation and ask powerful questions, I like to call them PQs, that's when you begin to have your breakthroughs. So questions, wise questions, give you the wise answers you want. I'm getting these three questions actually from Life Coaching for Successful Women, um, and they are three of my favorites. Now, the first one is such a simple question. And it's one that I think is really important to ask when you find yourself ruminating, ruminating on problems, things that have gone wrong, um, reasons that you're beating yourself up because you feel like you should have done things differently. Um, sometimes it's when you're dealing with people and you don't like what the people are doing and you find yourself talking over and over again about a situation that you don't like or what you wish wasn't the case. Stop yourself when you do that, when you find yourself talking way too much about what you don't want and thinking way too much about what you don't want. And I'm wondering if there's an area of your life right now 
where that fits and just cut yourself off and say, well, what do you want? What do you want? Now, there are times when that question can feel frustrating because you're like, well, I can't get what I want right now. Okay, but the question is still relevant. So if you can't get what you want, then what do you want right now? What would you like to feel even though you can't get what you want? So maybe you have no control right now over whether or not the relationship you want unfolds in your life. But in the meantime, even though you don't have control over that, what do you want? Do you want peace? Do you want to find joy in the journey and where you are right now? You see how this works? When you ask, what do you want? You take the focus off of the negative, off of the problem and the thing you don't want, and you refocus on what you want. This is something I liken to being on your journey, and inevitably you face obstacles on your journey. And when you're on a journey, if you're being purposeful, there's a vision that you're headed towards. Inevitably, there are also obstacles on that journey. And if you overfocus when that rock appears in your path, if you overfocus on the rock, it becomes bigger and bigger. And so your whole focus goes to the thing that's in the way, as opposed to a focus on the place where you are going. When you stop and say, what do I want? You are reminded of what you actually want to be able to experience in spite of the problems or the obstacles that may appear along the way. What you do is um, find that um, locus of control, right? Your locus of control is gaining an understanding of what you can control and then focusing on that. And we know from the research that people who choose to have an internal locus of control are more successful, are happier, tend to be more optimistic because what you're saying is, hey, I'm going to control what I can. So what do I want with that? How am I wanting to show up in this situation? Those who have an external locus of control focus on the things that are beyond their control. And so when you ask, what do you want? They will only talk about the stuff they can't control. They can't do anything about. And that often will leave you feeling a bit hopeless. So when I say, what do you want? I'm asking, based on the things you have control over, based on the feelings you want to experience in spite of things not always going as planned. And when do they go as planned? <laughs> what is it that you want? I know for myself, Peace is always at the top of my list. I can be going through the most difficult seasons of life. But if I can have peace, even in the midst of the difficult season, I know I can get through it. I know there's a grace that just allows me to walk through that season, no matter how difficult it is, with a sense of hope, with a strength that I can't even necessarily explain, but it is there. So when I say, what do I want? And I'm in a difficult situation. I'm like, yeah, I want that. I want the peace. I want the strength. I know I can get through this. And it shifts your whole attitude. But when you're just dealing with people, what you want in that relationship where you're butting heads, what you want is probably to get on the same page. 
not to just prove that you're right, but to actually maintain the relationship. What you want when it comes to your finances, even though maybe you're a bit of an emotional spender, what you really want is probably to feel good about your decisions. So when you ask, what do I want? Your answer may be something along the lines of, you know, I want to be able to say that I don't spend emotionally, that I can take charge and decide how I spend my money. That feels good to me. So that's the first question. And I'm just wondering where it is applied for you. Where is it that maybe you've been focused a bit too much on what you don't want, on the problem and the obstacle as opposed to the vision? All right. Now, here is the second question. I mentioned seasons. Sometimes we go through seasons in our lives. But the second question is, what does success look like in this season of your life? What does success look like in this season? A lot of times we move from one season to the next and we don't necessarily change our expectations or our goals. And so we find ourselves frustrated in the season that we're in because we're trying to live up to expectations that made sense in the last season or two seasons ago, or maybe expectations that will make sense in a future season. And as a result, we may be making decisions that are sabotaging us in a lot of different ways. So what is your season? I remember when I, um, when Jeff and I got married and I went from single, no kids, to married with two bonus daughters in elementary school just overnight. And then when I, within a year and a half, I was married with three children as Alex came along. And I had maintained some expectations of what I could accomplish in my business in terms of um, the pace of my writing that I couldn't keep up with anymore. And I was beating myself up and I was feeling guilty about it. And I finally at some point said, wait a minute, what's changed? And it should have been really obvious that a lot of times when we change seasons, we don't stop and go, oh, I'm in a new season. And so that means in this new season, I no longer do X, Y, Z, right? We don't necessarily do that. We might think of it in some ways, but not in every way. And what I realized was, oh, in that previous season, um, all my time was mine. And if I procrastinated, I could always make up for it. <laughs> I could make up for it late at night or early in the morning or on a weekend. But that's because I was single and I didn't have anyone else to take care of. And so I realized that my expectations in the season I was in, they weren't expectations I could live up to anymore. I also realized that I had to change some of my habits because the habits that I was able to overcompensate for in the previous season, I no longer could. I had to be much more intentional with my time. So I'm wondering for you, where has the season changed? Maybe it's changed for you in your career. You may have had a, cha a season change financially, and that's not necessarily a negative. You know, maybe you have a lot more at your disposal, a lot more resources than you used to, and you won't let yourself spend any money. <laughs> you won't let yourself do something that's just fun because you spent so much time just being really, you know, tight so you could do the things you needed to do. And now you're in a different place. Maybe in this season, you could give yourself permission to enjoy exactly where you are. If you don't recognize that you've changed seasons, 
you won't stop and ask this question. So what does success look like in this season of your life? What does it look like in your relationships? What does success look like in your finances, in your health? What does success look like in your work at this particular time? Pause and ask yourself that question and define it. Define it in bullet points. Like, well, success looks like me working X number of hours instead of whatever it used to be, right? Success looks like me taking more time for myself. Success looks like, and you fill in the blank of whatever it is, but when you set your own expectations of what success looks like, then you know when you've gotten there and there's a level of satisfaction that can come and you can also let go of any guilt for not living up to old expectations that don't even apply anymore. You know that guilt I'm talking about, right? Sometimes we just have guilt because we have expectations either that others have put on us or we've put on ourselves that no longer apply. But when you ask, what does success look like in this season? You can be intentional. All right, here's the third one. This is one of my very favorite goal setting questions. And the purpose of this question is really, really important when setting a goal. A lot of times we set goals without getting clarity of why the goal matters to us. But purpose fuels perseverance when it comes to goals. And so you need to understand why this goal is worth whatever it's going to take to get to it. Because inevitably, when we set goals, a lot of times they end up taking more out of us than we expected. So here is the question you should ask around any goal. And this really helps you, again, focus on what you want as opposed to what you don't. What will your goal give you? that you don't have right now? What will your goal give you that you don't have right now? Now, here's why this question is important. Not only do your goals need purpose, but if your goal is giving you something you already have, something you don't really need anymore, something that actually isn't that important to you anymore, then when it gets difficult, you're not going to stick with it. Um, in fact, you might not even ever fully find the motivation to move towards that goal with the amount of energy that the goal deserves. So an example, I was working with a client um, who had had a goal for a long time of getting to this high level executive position. And she finally got the opportunity. I mean, it had taken her several years to get to this point. And then she was confused as to why she didn't feel the amount of excitement and enthusiasm she had expected for years she would feel when she finally attained this particular level. And so we coached around it. And what she discovered was that she had everything really, that she was wanting at that point. The thing she actually wanted more of was time for herself and some of her personal pursuits and more time for family. And so her values had actually changed. She realized that what she wanted five years ago was no longer what she wanted now, even though for many people all around her, this particular position and this opportunity was like 
exactly what you're aiming for. How could you possibly think that maybe you don't want it anymore? She was confused by her reaction that she was just kind of shrugging her shoulders. Like, oh, I'm actually kind of dreading it a little bit because I don't want to put this much into a position at this stage of my life. I'm actually enjoying where I am and I don't actually need more. She didn't feel like the amount of money that she was going to make was so much more that it was worth what she was going to need to give up. So the question, what will the goal give you that you don't already have, is an important one because it takes time, energy, resources to reach a goal. And you have to know that the time, energy, and resources that you are going to expend are worth it. And here's the thing. If you answer that question, you go, it's actually not going to give me something that's worth it. It's really good to ask that question before you set the goal, before you head down that road. So what will it give me that I don't already have? Well, if you figure out it's going to give me a sense of satisfaction I've been looking for, it will give me the knowledge that I can achieve this level. I, I can achieve my potential and I'm excited about that. If what it's giving you is more grace, more peace, more joy, <laughs> if it's giving you experience and exposure that you've never had and it's something that's super important to you, you want to identify that because that will tell you your why. Here's why this goal matters. Here's why it's worth it for me to stick with this. So when you think about an important goal in your life right now, I'm curious, what will the goal give you that you don't have right now? In other words, what makes this goal worth pursuing? So those are your three PQs, your three powerful questions to coach yourself with to really shift your thinking from focusing so much on what the problems or the obstacles are or what you don't want and shifting to really focusing on what you do want. What's the vision? What's the overall goal? What are the values that you are moving towards as you make your decisions? This is a key difference when we talk about, you know, how is it that successful women think differently? They're constantly thinking about what are their values? How can I fulfill those more? What is my vision? How do I walk towards that with more purpose? And these are three simple questions to ask that help you get. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode. I want you, if you didn't have time while I'm talking or you didn't pause during the podcast to answer the questions, then simply uh, go to the show notes, okay? Go to ValerieBurton.com slash podcast where you will find the show notes and these three questions to ask yourself. You might even share them with friends and have a little discussion around these questions. Thanks so much for joining me. I cannot wait to talk to you again in the next episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast. Thank you so much for listening. My goal with this podcast is to give you bite-sized strategies to help you close the gap between where you are and where you really want to be. But if you're looking for some more in-depth help, then I invite you to join us in the Successful Women's Academy. 
Each month in SWA, I give you the tools you need to coach yourself to conquer the fears, habits, and distractions that threaten to get in the way of your biggest dreams, sabotage your joy, and keep you from being the best version of yourself. You can find out more by visiting ValerieBurton.com forward slash SWA. I'll see you in the next episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast. 